<laughs> so, oh yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. So you can't actually. Really? Well, that seems. I, mean, that, I don't that's, know. That's, that's kind of just like fear mongering, but like, <laughs> but people are saying very, that sounds very catch me if you can. Yeah, fear mongering from it's being a, calendar. <laughs> yeah, Frank W. Abagnale. Nice. He's gonna come put put his little airplane sticker on there. Say, my tips down. Not only is this from 2014, but it's from Pan Am. Or Pan Am. Pan Pan Am. Pen fifteen M. Pen fifteen M. That's like the, was that it? Was that in the like you know epic movie parody of the Hunger Games? Yes. Did they, say, did they call it Pen fifteen M. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it is. Uh, how does Jared start the show? Uh, is he Jared just, is he the host? Jared is usually the host. Okay, uh, but Jared is not. Does he have like a? I'm just gonna speak when spoken to. So. Yeah. Okay. Does he just? Have, does he have like a? Jared usually. Did you start recording it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. This is the. Oh, yeah. This is oh, yeah. welcome to the bits per second podcast. I'm Jim. I'm Lobo. I'm Frank. Uh, and this is the first episode of 2020. Sweet. Uh, so welcome to the new year. Welcome to the new decade, welcome everyone. To uh, welcome to the new age. To the new age. <laughs> the new and maybe we will. After all this imagining dragons, <laughs> tens, we'll actually tens. see some. <laughs> we imagined dragons in the 20s. We have dragons <laughs> we have now. Dragons. We make dragons a reality. Um, uh, but we were promised jetpacks. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, I sure. We promised a lot of things in life. <laughs> then, and none of them came to pass. It's mm, <laughs> part of getting older. So, okay. That's, but it's kind of funny that Jared's not here for the first uh, episode of the new Jared's not here. He'll leave so is that going to set the tone for it may, this per second? It may. Maybe a, maybe a more hopeful tone. <laughs> so do we know if Y2K got him? He think, may. Yeah, I think he's... Y2K. Y2K leaders of alcohol. That's actually the new uh, Bruno Mars album. Y2 2024. Y2 Y2K. Y2K magic. Oh my god. Oh, I can't wait for that. Uh, Bruno, call me. You owe me money for that. Bruno. Bruno, if you're listening. Yeah. If you're listening. Whoa. 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 Uh, so, uh, Jim, uh, you said we have uh, passed uh, 10 years. And are now in a new numbering order. So and then, yes, in a new decade. Would you uh, like to? So I have thought, in mind for today. Uh, so I figured this is a new year. Uh, we just got, uh, or actually, well, you guys, you guys just uh, finished up with uh, a another epic New Year's Eve show. We did. Uh, oh, that's right. So, yeah. So like Wait a that's a, the no, you guys were there. Yeah, okay. I've done. You weren't there. Ten years. You were there. All right. Yeah. Get this. Get. We this. had three shows. What? Most of them were sold out. Wow. People were drinking. Man. And at the end of the night, we said, we counted all the numbers from 1 to 10, but backwards. <laughs> what? <laughs> from, from 1 to 10. Yep, but, but backwards. <laughs> all the numbers from 1 to 10? <laughs> all of them. Not, you name, Benjamin name me a number between 1 and 10, I'll tell you if you said it. How did 8.7 go? <laughs> you Benjamin? <laughs> uh, real numbers. Yeah. Real. Oh, oh. Is it real numbers? Real, uh, real, real numbers, yeah. Real so numbers. negative 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm still counting, so it's like negative 3 million right now. Next yeah. year we should only do a prime number countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in seventeen, time, in time. yeah, seventeen, <laughs> and thirteen, silent, for eleven, seven, seven, no, but you're five, too far ahead. You're too far ahead. Three, <laughs> you have to do two. Oh, it's one. I was eleven. One. No, it's it, would, it. Nineteen would be the one you begin with. Oh yeah, yeah nineteen. Whatever. 17. No, but you're still thirteen. No, but you're still eleven. You can't just can't say it. <laughs> oh yeah, so you go, you go. 19. Oh, okay. Oh, so you put 17. 
Oh, I thought you meant like thirteen. I, oh, I, oh, oh, I thought you just you you meant just like do them all in a row. No, no, no. Like, no, no. like start because started at like the tenth prime number, it would be nineteen. Like, Jeez, this is excessive. Can we just do a Fibonacci sequence, kind of? All right, thirteen, <laughs> eight, five. Is that how it goes? I have the mind for this. I don't know. <laughs> we are already setting off new ways for bits per second. We are talking about math more. Forty-two. 23, 16, 15, 8, 4, Happy New Year! That's how it goes. That's how that, it those goes. Those are all seven numbers, and uh, Hurley from Lost shows up. Vincent. He shows up. Vince, yes, Vincent shows eyes, up. Eyes closed. No. Um, yeah. We have to go back. Speaking of going back, um, 2010s. 2010s. Yep. Uh, well, we are there, passing over the the New Year's. Well, show. is there anything? Did anything happen at the New Year's Eve show that the like, that, that is worth noting? Is worth uh, worth noting? Did anything happen that never happened before? Oh like, man, yeah. Well, all of our bit player shows, uh, everything you see is performed uh, live, <laughs> yeah, and nothing is pre planned or nothing, rehearsed. Nothing is pre planned. Nothing we is scripted. Nothing that. is rehearsed. We can so if you that. leave this theater, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I appreciate you guys mocking the script that I've. Somewhat <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> the script that has worked for the last ten years. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, it's worked. It's killed. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, everything. I think it was just a great night overall. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, always a pleasure to have everybody come together for the the New Year's shows. You see people coming in and out. You know, as everyone attends to their like New Year's things, but everyone gets in at least one show, and yeah. it's pretty fun. And we're all hanging out, and it's kind of loose and like a big celebration. So. It's just, it was it was good and, and it being my first New Year's back it was very special. Nice. So I was very I was all, I was feeling all sorts of feelings by like ten thirty before that last show. I'm like oh shit we're doing it we're doing it. So what was it like for you not to be there? Uh, it was like I mean I was just at home with my wife so like it was just kind of domestic and and. Comfortable, nice. Like, nice, nice. Uh, and we watched uh, Dick Clark. Hey. The, the reason that I, the reason that I don't do New Year's shows often is because I met my wife on New Year's Eve. Mm. Like, and that's the that oh. and and she has seen me do improv a thousand times. Yep. Uh, and you know, okay, so like if if it were, if it were a rare occasion, like spending it with with the with the two entities I love the most in life uh, mm. would be would be great. But I yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Your wife is being, like my wife, where she's like, I don't need to see you do that <laughs> right exactly. ever ever again <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i've seen you do it enough so yeah. I, found, I found that with pretty much all of my friends that i dragged to yeah. all my shows nobody wants to come well to so this. you had the benefit of always being in the bit players so they at least got to see good improv mm-hmm. jim and i made our wives come see bad. really bad uh-huh. improv back in the day Damn. with our old troops and yeah, everything. yeah. It, it was it was much more touch and go like you yeah, know yeah, where yeah. we had like <laughs> we had good shows yeah we also had Big More often than not, we did not have good shows, but yeah, there were there were there were some good shows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The there uh, actually, like if if we did Pete and the other guy again, Jess would come. Like the, the yeah, the, that's I, always a hit. I feel like my parents would come mm-hmm. and Lindsay would come, and mm-hmm. then we that would be, that'd be our audience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be it. Jack Madeham would actually come back. Jack Madeham would come back. Yeah, that. That, that was his favorite thing ever. Jack, the first words yeah. Jack Madeham ever said to me. Being the other guy, <laughs> Jack made him the, uh, the owner, the owner of the Firehouse Theater. Yeah, um, and the reason Jim and I ended the, up, and the here. reason we ended up here, like came up to me at Providence and brought us. Being the other guy, <laughs> yeah, I want to mm. come to a show at Firehouse Theater in Newport. <laughs> so, that's how. That's how it all began. Accurate. Actually, <laughs> that's pretty 
pretty good. I can I completely can imagine that. Did Vlad leave? <laughs> <laughs> never forget. Never never forget. Oh man, yeah. So um, it was a it was a good New Year's New Year's magic. So yeah, very excited. Very cool. Very cool night. Uh, so, given that uh, this, you know, the, the you know this is the first show of the new decade, new new year, um, yeah. like, uh, what uh, I, I thought, thought we, I wanted to think about what what characterizes the tens, like, okay. what is it, what like, like every you, we know what a nineties thing is, like sure. we know what an eighties thing is, we know what a seventies thing is, like. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we know quite as much what a zeros thing is, but like what yeah. uh, what zeros thing is. Well, if you want to start with the zeros thing, I think that's pretty like that's like well, like Robert Downey Jr. is yeah, you're taking on two but, decades but, there. Yeah, for sure. Well, no, well, zeros is just from zero to nine. Zero to yeah, tens would be ten to ninety. Okay, like, right. it's not like they're two different decades. Okay. Yeah. 2000s, I feel we have enough perspective on to be, look back and be like, man, there was a lot of absurd shit. Like we, like you know, post 9/11, there was like mm-hmm. just like this this haze. For like the entire decade, uh, yeah, that's why it was kind of hard to define for a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's a fog when you go back and see the kind of things that was happening, um, just out there, just seemingly all the time. Like mm-hmm. I think you you don't have now without the sort of stuff that went on then. Yeah, like in terms of like it, you can define so you define a decade by like the the movies and the music basically, True. Or the TV. But like I feel like. Mm. Maybe if the, if the zeros were when TV came back, I think like they, that's that's the the like the, the, a new a new about. platform. But yeah, I would agree. I mean, mm. coming back in terms of well, Netflix like, shows and HBO shows and that kind of well, stuff. it sort of started to I, I, well that, that like really came to a head in the tens with like the with uh, like streaming. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like in the nineties, I feel like TV was on its way out and they were going more towards like reality shows and like stuff that was cheap to produce and easy and like unscripted. And then in the two thousands, like good TV made a resurgence because yeah. that's when the yeah. office came on. Like that's when Arrested development came on. Yeah. Friends was in full swing. Friends was, friends was kind of on its way out, but still top. Yeah. Like, and you, I just said it cause you hate friends. I do I hate friends. friends. I hate friends so I much. I like, never watched friends. And, but like all my so students, like, good, the man, kids still on. watch friends too. I like, know. That's the, thing. the kids yeah. watch a lot of friends. I know. Lindsay's, Lindsay's, uh, Cousins who are twins go to Friends trivia and they're in their twenties yeah. and I'm like good, for, good for you yeah, good, yeah. Good for and the you. kids watch The Office too actually yeah, yeah. the teenagers I, nowadays oh. I just finished my first ever watch through of The Office oh really like ever beginning to end yeah wow good I know for you, man. what's your what's your take what's your take yeah that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I can lot, see a lot of people like that, that show that's pretty good I was a little more specific I want more specific it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like it's really. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it, you fall in love with these characters like super well, and and everyone on that show is like mm-hmm. from writers to the actors themselves just portray the people they are supposed to be in such a well defined way. In like, in like, good. Did it overstay its welcome? Uh, yeah. I really felt like season eight are, is that that's the second last. It was last season was nine. Right? Yeah, last season yeah. was nine. Season eight was real. Eight rough. was the first one without Michael, right? Like, yeah, a, yeah. That, but that was, but like the uh, James uh, Spader season. Oddly, I watched an episode on Comedy rough. Central from that season today, and I laughed my ass off. Yeah, <laughs> I actually liked Spader. I like I yeah. like what they did, but but I do think I do think it overstayed. That I was think kind so. Of a question, but 
I do think it overstated, but but there were definitely elements. I mean, the Spader stuff, like once they settled yeah. on him, and even the cycling of like all these big name people. That was great. Yeah. That was great. Kathy yeah. Bates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like suddenly getting all these names in and like giving everyone a shot at being the boss was like a pretty fun stretch at the end of like season seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's literally like Steve Carell called all his friends up and was like, "Hey, yeah. what, do you want to come audition, audition for my part? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to do it on the show on camera." <laughs> it was, was per- yeah. Um, that's and the funny thing is like I knew like tangentially through you know cultural osmosis I knew like certain things like I knew he left obviously but like in my mind I always thought oh I oh for some reason I thought Will Ferrell takes over like I thought he takes over like he did long- for two episodes yeah. I know yeah, yeah, yeah he did <laughs> and I was like okay so that, I was like oh that's weird he's he's starting in the middle towards the end that's that seemed I thought you'd start the season that with that yeah. and then like they kill him off and I'm like wait what happened <laughs> wait where's this wait, show did he die. I, it was implied that he died. Really? I don't remember. I, I, don't remember. I can't remember. I haven't rewatched it. He, he did the slam dunk, and like the backboard went all the way back, and then they cut away, and everyone's like, oh my god, and then an ambulance carries him away. And <laughs> no, I think no, later no. on, they like indicate that like he died or something. Yeah, I definitely don't remember. Either. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So I was just like, what? That? Okay, <laughs> sure. Like I was genuinely shocked, because I thought he was going to be like a mainstay, but then they, they went in that uh, James Spader direction, and I'm like... Okay, alright. He's, he's a weird energy, but... We should have said spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched The Office yet. This is uh, Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, spoiler alert for yes. That. Spoiler alert for... <laughs> a lot office. of plot twists in The Office. Yeah. A lot of plot twists. That, plot. That's what you come like to The when, Office for. To, like, Christy Montopoulos comes out from behind the camera in that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that... All the weird stuff with, like, the cam- the camera guy. Yeah, that, that for me weird. killed it. The, yeah. That, like, don't address it. Yeah. Yeah, that... that, that I didn't like that. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that was that was uncomfortable. The, like yeah. the, that that like sort of four episode arc where it looked like him and Jim were gonna get divorced. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That totally whole unnecessary. Like yeah, it, I yeah. I thought they addressed and they, it. And it kind of didn't go anywhere. Part of what I loved about the show was you didn't need conflict. They they showed you didn't need conflict. Right. Like, it was just a show about people. Yeah. And then they, I felt like they were forcing storyline and conflict yeah. with that. And, and forcing... Like, it was just too much. Well, I, like, I think, that, yeah. that got, I think it, uh, Owen Ellickson, who, who is, Ooh. like, famous on Twitter for... Good, like good he, he did the... Yeah, good follow on Twitter. Like, he did the... Uh, in the lead-up to the election, he did the, like... Trump transcripts was oh, his famous yes. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he like he tweeted some, something like, uh, "I have two. Uh, I, I'm credited writer on two episodes of The Office, and they are the two most hated episodes." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? Uh, one of the one of them was uh, the the one where Pam almost gets beat up by the like, um, mm. the 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 graffiti like by the the oh um, by the guy the, 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 the warehouse who, guy the warehouse guy who, who like, like vandalized her yeah uh, yeah that's art. wild. Uh, and it, yeah, and it's the one where like the what's the, the her, her friend ca- cameraman friend get almost or gets fired for yeah interfering. I I thought and I thought they already handled like rift when they did they brought like Rashida Jones back to mm-hmm. do like the, just like oh she's mm-hmm. around and like let them deal with conflict. But that's another thing I thought like I like the Jim and Pam was always the like in my mind was just like oh it's the ultimate where will they won't they. So I thought it was going to last a lot longer than it did. Yeah. So when yeah. everything like kind of was like they were, but they could only by, like, stretch it out so long. Yeah, so and I think it's probably because it's like, like the Daphne Niles. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> and after Ross <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> Daphne and Niles were first. No, I didn't. Like no, and I, I'm actually glad they didn't drag it out. Like they yeah. didn't keep going back and forth. It was so obvious mm-hmm. what was going to happen, what needed right. to happen. And I like where they took it after they got together. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the like they found new stuff for them to like. They just naturally carried it forward. It was just like, okay, this is like an action. This is what real just people that are getting married like, mm-hmm. just like actually they're just people, yep. you know. So that was I was pretty pleased with with, with that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It was a good. It's a good show. 
Morpheus should watch it. Morpheus should watch the other one. Somebody should get a hold of the Brits and let them know about this. Yeah, yeah, they should definitely do a British like version of it. I think it would kill. Like, did they win awards for? Did anybody from the I audience win a really single? Award. It really didn't catch on until after its nine-year run. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, but like, I don't know. Like the the uh, the like, you would think the uh, I don't know the I don't know, artistically uh, I don't know elevated thing to say it would mm-hmm. say would be that the British version is better but it's really not <laughs> like, no, no. Yeah. and I hate Ricky Gervais so I, mean, I, I, I love Ricky Gervais and I like the British version I, I'm on the other side of that I actually like the British version but I think that the American version took it so much farther and, and well yeah and well it's built for American TV which yeah. like British TV yeah. it's like okay well hey these like a lot of these characters are insufferable but you only have to spend like eight episodes with them because right, like, right they uh, knew there was a shelf life Americans yeah. are like no we're going to keep this going as long as we can but and I, too long. I did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoyed it up until the end. Like, I think uh, I, I, I can... I, I get why a lot of people think it, did, it it overstayed its welcome, but I actually, like, I thought they did the right things to keep it going. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly didn't stop watching. I didn't... Oh, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, I saw yeah. everything. And, I, you know, I mean... It's not like a Walking Dead situation. <laughs> I'm still watching Walking Dead. <laughs> you are? Yeah. Really? You're the guy? I gave up. I totally gave up. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm sorry. I'll be honest. I, get, I was going to give up, but I was like, yeah, let me hang it. And it's actually come back. It's actually it's actually a lot stronger now. But anyway. Cool. Uh, There'll be a time to binge at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of like 2000s, I think, you know, Office was 2005. The Office is the 2000s. So it's, it's, so. Yeah, and, it, yeah. And I think that, that's, it ended that in speaks to like a, yeah. like a pretty solid like... There's like a there's like a whimsy to that show that yeah. I feel like we were just like fading through. For, we needed that's why it just became such a, a huge like success. And yeah, I also I also think that style of filming that, that free cam yeah um, style single cam, you know yeah. single cam uh, Reno nine one one and that mm-hmm. that was that kind of somewhat defined you know the early two thousands yeah. And like carried over into like Parks and Rec and oh yeah uh, yeah yeah and it's like almost like benign benign nine (laughs) no yeah not at all Um, Uh, yeah so yeah so so in summation (laughs) the office is a good show (laughs) the office Um, I'm glad we cleared up that debate yeah people have been arguing over that I know years and sort of and I guess that's like as a transitional uh, if we want to go into the tens which Mm -hmm. which kind of we wanted to really we really want to ham on since we just left it Um, ham on whole weed ham on whole weed. Um, <laughs> the I think the two the twenty tens is like the, is like the decade of like the superhero Marvel film. Yeah, oh, we that, went, oh yeah. Like two thousand nine was Iron Man one, I believe. Was it two thousand? Was it two thousand nine? Two thousand seven? It had eight? been earlier than nine. I think was it so, eight. Was it eight? Yeah, or probably, seven. probably eight. Uh, any case, but that, either way, that, like it didn't, I, that, it didn't like, come together really until he, like the. Let yeah. me IMDb it. Ooh, shout out because yeah, we had like. Yeah, Iron, uh, and, uh, like yeah, Dark Iron Man was, was the, like the big like two thousands you know picture. Like, yeah, that's the that's well, that's, that's that's Bush era. Stuff. That's like, yeah. That's, I think, that's yeah. like you know good, good cultural surveillance. Like yeah, two thousand eight. There you go. Two thousand eight. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, so I think that you know going from Dark Knight transitioning to this like shinier you know funnier like sillier Iron Man and, and mm-hmm. then what Marvel has done with everything uh-huh. and Disney I guess they managed the, like they manage the tone like so well like yeah. that, that that's why they're that's why they're the definitive like that's the definitive series yeah of the 
uh, of the of the tens, in addition to the Fast and Furious, which like uh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh, but that that that's cross decade though. It started in the two thousands. And... It started in two thousand one. Yeah. yeah, Fast and Furious is timeless. I don't know. Actually, it really like, is. When was when was Better Luck Tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> that, it was probably that's, around that's the movie that introduced Han, <laughs> <laughs> the most important character, the most of important, the post-war the most important character of the Fast and Furious series of just of of society. Um, and the, yeah, but. <laughs> They usually they, there's like a saying where like people usually go to the films to see what they want or something like mm-hmm. it kind of speaks to society at large like the top grossing films and what people go to see like what are we lacking that we are looking to for in our cinema and yeah. people are going to see superhero films and larger than life stories and, and like pretty good and evil situations yeah play yeah, out it's interesting to me though when you because hearing you say that I do agree and I think that that was a huge part of it but I also think I can't look back at the tens and not think it was a huge movement of like you know the LGBT community mm-hmm. uh, the Me Too movement all yeah, that stuff and yeah. those top and I, maybe it, maybe it's because Lindsay and I just went to see Bombshell last night oh, um, but though all of those things those topics kind of supersede and, and almost like what you're saying now that I'm thinking of it and saying it out loud was almost like an escapism because yeah. of all of that other stuff you know what I mean yeah because I, I that's what I think of when I think of the tens is, is all of the this very like large swelling of like social topics and stuff coming to the forefront and mm. uh, all that I feel like Marvel kind of like w- w- like reconciled the like yeah yes it had like the qualities of like good versus evil of the superhero movies but it also like kind of reconciled that with a complex view uh like you have like where you have the avengers like it didn't you didn't like they, they never lost sight of the fact that this is just a ton of people with like conflicting personalities and yeah. like and 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 you know what like one person's idea of good might not be the others and like and, and they didn't and I feel like DC tried to do that and really failed like they, like cuz every DC movie is like <laughs> Is is like you know it's the Zack Snyder way of like mm-hmm. okay let's let's you know we're gonna take a complex view of who Superman and Batman are and we're gonna like look at kind of the darker side mm-hmm. but they're they just ended up being kind of depressing. Well, you no, know, my heart is in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. No, yes. So I can't agree like anymore. But they they did not do a good job yeah. of. <laughs> Taking those characters that I would say were more wildly known and more wildly beloved, oh, yeah. and actually giving them like it, their you know their right film and their right time and their right, right tempo and all yeah. of that stuff. But like and, nobody's got to top Christopher Reeve as Superman. Wow! Well, like, but uh, like, but I think Henry Cavill was a good Superman, and I think Ben Affleck was a good Batman. Like, yeah, right. it's just like uh, it's, I <laughs> but I, like he never got a good movie. Mm. Yeah, I think. But, that, but I think that's, that's I think it's more that's that than anything. Yeah. Well, you could say none of them are the best DC movie that came out was uh, Wonder Woman, and I think that that part yeah. of that yeah, was purely because again going back to social topics and everything like that women empowerment and all this stuff like you you couldn't screw that one up if you did you would have had a huge bunch of people coming after you You're right you know 50 percent of the population yeah. yeah and they and they killed it you know they crushed it so yeah. i think i think that was probably the best DC it was one. but marvel definitely yeah. people kids nowadays don't even know dc exists <laughs> yeah yeah marvel is it like yeah. all those characters and it's like, wild like they've turned minor characters from one-off comic series like the fact that the Guardians of the Galaxy are all like household names, <laughs> yeah, I know. insane. Like yeah. I, you, I cannot imagine like that. And it's and it's a testament like how DC was had good acting but was lacking the writing. Where Marvel was able to 
build together and almost and almost like perfect the like art of doing a, their film so that they were able to just say, okay, so here's a story and we'll just slot in this character and here's a story. And right. everyone's like, this is great. Well, the other side of it is the, the star power that Marvel put behind yeah. their characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about who played those characters versus who played the DC characters. Yeah. Who already had names. But even so, with like, like even with Marvel, like, like they, they kind of tried to, they kind of were on the same, like, page as far as like they cast mostly star makers or, or, or like they, they 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 were mostly star makers rather than like casting like people who were already stars mm. like who uh, chris hemsworth like like chris hemsworth yeah, chris, wasn't really chris, a, chris evans like well chris evans chris had evans, been, chris evans had done a lot of stuff yeah, yeah but he wasn't nothing he wasn't that, not another star, team yes. movie like he wasn't like <laughs> fantastic four he was already a superhero <laughs> he, yeah, a terrible one in, but he was yeah, a yeah, lousy <laughs> I think in, that was in, joke if if in, not yeah. for the most recent version of Fantastic Four, it would have been the worst, worst. Fantastic Four movie. I guess like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe worst it's movie based on a Marvel. Maybe it's, it's hindsight, and I'm trying to you know trying to justify. I mean, I always like Chris Evans because like he's really funny in not another team movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> and the and actually the losers. I don't know if you've seen yeah, the yeah. losers. Is that's that like with Jason Biggs. No, no, that's loser, loser. But that's yeah, that's that's, that's all. I also have a fondness for that movie, but <laughs> the plural version, the losers, is based on a like a kind of obscure DC comic, mm-hmm. and it's with him, like it. It came out in like 2010. It's with him and Idris Elba and uh, Zoe Saldana yeah. and like Jason Patrick, and it's like it's kind of like an A team kind of movie, and he's really mm-hmm. good in that. Add it to my list. I yeah, got, I got gonna have to mm-hmm. watch. It's on Tubi for free. Uh, <laughs> bigger part. It's on Tubi. Tubi. What's that? For free. It's uh, Tubi. Tubi.tv. Okay. It's uh, it's your best. It'll be your best friend. So it's I like a, it's, will have to it's add got, that. I do, I do not have Tubi. It's better. So you're not Tubi? I'm not. <laughs> I was waiting. Come on. That, that ball, ball was just that sitting at the top of it. Yeah, waiting for something. <laughs> yes, I, I am not Tubi. That's cool. But no, like they they run ads. That's the only thing. But like they have just a bunch of movies, a bunch of like movies for free, mm-hmm. the, like from a few years ago. Like yeah. it's kind of like. Yeah, the movies that aren't going to sell well on streaming services. We'll throw <laughs> They'll just throw them up for free. Somebody will watch them. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Mm. Marvel here. But the Marvel, yeah, like, the... <laughs> I don't know, I don't get, like... I, don't, I haven't looked enough into it, but, like, like Kevin Feige's, uh, like, strategy from the beginning must have been, like, so forward-thinking. <laughs> yeah, and I think... It, and, uh, yeah, there was something else that uh, recently that, you know, came out about... Couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. that really, really highlighted how much, like, regardless however you feel about the Marvel films, if you think they're like real campy and formulaic and the same schlocky thing, and, and you know, Scorsese's comment about them not being like films, really, well, he, he's right. He's yeah, he's but, he's and not also, wrong. Like, but, he's but not also wrong. that's not like a controversial thing to say. I don't no, think, no, it's not. <laughs> but it's also people are also way too like the ability to handle and take criticism is also lessened over the tens. I feel yeah, where. Every, uh, the nerd culture being out, like raised up and like people being defined by their love of like the superhero films and like mm-hmm. oh this is who I am I love Marvel I'm a Marvel guy yeah. I'm not a DC guy I'm a Marvel man so I go see all the movies you know when they come out and people have such strong associations with them that mm-hmm. whatever it is they they love it like they 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 go there and they show up and then when somebody comes along and has a pretty solid point about like mm-hmm. these films are kind of the same like these are like just big action roller coasters. It's not like, a, but it's not a dig on something to it's say not. it's not cinema. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to say that like most of the, like most of the Marvel films handle emotion by showing somebody very sad on screen. Like yeah. and saying I am sad. 
<laughs> in that Which one was it? That I never Hulk? saw that a Hulk. That, that was Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, that was that was what. That's that the only other thing Groot said. Oh, yeah. like, I'm Groot. I am sad. And I'm sad. <laughs> I'm uh, like, Groot. Vin, Di- Vin Diesel's <laughs> deepest role. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it, but yeah, being able to like manage manage like criticism of things that things they love and, and like being able to like analyze things. I feel like took a hit over the decade of like. You, I, they're like how a lot of people are losing like the ability to, to like I don't know what right from wrong almost in a way like just being able to like handle like somebody coming and saying like who's that feel like that goes to politics as well yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's not it, just it kind of it kind of <laughs> speaks to like much much larger thing but mm-hmm. but on that but yeah but it definitely made itself known in the like yeah <laughs> with regard to movies and Marvel and yeah that. but on like the Kevin Feige thing like he nailed the like. Getting a story, being the man to oversee the entire project, mm-hmm. s- say this is where all these stories are going to go, give the final okay, and be like, boom, perfect. This this fits what we need because we need we need to take these four characters and these four movies, and in five years we need to get here. Yeah, and it's like, boom, and it, this yeah. is so plainly obvious in how well the job he did when you look and see what uh, they what? did with Star Wars. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah, a fucking. Awful. So I have like, like awful. I just for the record, I haven't just seen it a couple days ago. I'm I haven't seen spoil- Rise of Skywalker. Or, like I don't I'm care about spoil- I don't care about spoilers. No, it's but, still like I'm just saying it came I haven't out a couple seen weeks it. Ago, so I'm not gonna like spoil anything. Yeah. But it, it from just reaction and like good and bad. It's and from just the first two films and what people what you can glean from Rise of Skywalker. But like from what I can they, glean, they did not have a clear no. vision through yes. all three so films. So many holes. So many inconsistencies. It's just such yeah. like like like. But let's like, just hurry to get to this moments. I'm like, oh my but, god. But, okay, but you've got like I don't know the Kevin Feige way of thinking of like very much planning down the road sure. where it's going to go, and then you have got the J.J. Abrams way of thinking, <laughs> which yeah. if you if you that, if you've ever watched Lost, like that's <laughs> kind of like it's, you wonder if he thinks. But which but it's kind of like similar to it's like true. the George R. R. Martin way of writing, which is yes. like, hey, I'm just going to take this who, like. Wherever it goes, yeah. Like, but uh, like, but George R. R. Martin, he's writing books on his own like time, and he can do whatever. Yeah, J.J. Abrams is handling the one of the biggest exactly. properties. Well, which is the pro- a lot of problems a, with yeah. with what's like, supposed with, uh, to be D- DB and Dave yeah. doing uh, G- G- Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones, like which is they have to they have to deliver a product on yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, they ultimately had. To, they, I do not envy their job at yeah, all. Yeah, I know. And I I feel some sadness for them, but I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I know. Yeah, you had the hottest thing, in, you and, and you and you threw it in, of, threw it in the Amelia snow, Clark, and literally, literally threw it in the snow, <laughs> yeah. and destroyed it. What's that, Amelia Clark? Yeah, the hottest thing we've done. Weird, 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 Daniel. I, I feel like I've watched a lot of movies with Amelia Clark lately. By the way, I don't know why. Terminator Genesis. Yeah, I just watched it. I just, a solo. <laughs> So, uh, so, oh, I just watched it. Yeah, yeah. What else? Oh, yeah. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. <laughs> I haven't seen that and yet, then the but... one where her somebody dies or is in a wheelchair. We watched that like last year. Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't remember their boyfriend. She's like a nurse taking care. I don't know. It's an older movie, but anyway. 
Um, I feel like it, it's yeah. totally tangent, but I feel like she's popping up in a lot of stuff lately. I mean, good for, and good like, for her. Yeah, good for her. I mean, Kit Harrington's getting uh, getting the Marvel deal. He's going to be in one of the movies. I Who's believe. he playing? I am not sure. Oh. but Kit Harrington. I know for a fact. I think but, he got signed for for one of the pictures. So there, there we go. Another requi- star. Is there, yeah. Is there a requirement who that he have facial hair? Because there should be. Like, there, yeah, I know. Besides, besides, baby face, and he looks weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does look kind of weird. Um, but I know he got. He, I didn't I mean, to, derail, I didn't mean to derail the uh, Star. Wars. No, but but, yeah. um, but well, they, like I mean, they, they had really. like this. They Disney bought it, and everyone's mad excited. And J.J. Abrams had some good good love. People like him, whatever. Uh, and I, just, I mixed. Yeah, such a but, so mixed. But there was a, J.J. Abrams. at the time at the time what he did with Star Trek when he brought it back. People were like, it, there he, you go, play, he did that right. Boom, you nailed it. And yeah. I'm so excited to see you take and the, the, the first Star one Wars. was good. The second one, eh. but the third one, like that Simon, Pe- the, the yeah, mm-hmm. the third one that Simon Pegg wrote was really good actually, and I feel like didn't get enough play um but like to take what is supposed to be the ultimate money printing machine for disney star wars mm-hmm. like next to marvel which is their own giant money printing machine mm-hmm. uh and just fumble it so hard is is they, they there was no clear vision like yeah at, like force awakens was a great launching off point those those characters were, were fun uh-huh. and awesome and you had mm-hmm. so much hope and, and, and excitement for them last jedi very controversial movie uh, for reasons the, that I don't think it deserves because I, I enjoy that movie. The be- it, it, like I, 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 in my opinion, it's the best post-trilogy Star Wars movie. I agree yeah, with that. I, 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 I wholeheartedly yeah, agree with that. Yeah, Last Jedi was great, and then mm. and then they kind of screwed up the timing because they were on the every like a movie every December. Yeah, and then or, yeah. Weeks after, like cut like three months after Last Jedi comes out, they put out Solo. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point when Solo came out. I think people already had Star Wars like fatigue, mm-hmm. and it, it immediately threw off the Obi Wan movie. Uh, I think it well, pushed maybe the the Mandalorian to become a show later on instead of a movie. I think. Um, from what I hear, I haven't watched the Mandalorian yet. From what I hear, it's great. It's phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. really really good show. But and then Rise of Skywalker is just like. Having to appease all the people that did not like the Last Jedi. Well, that's like they so but anytime they pivot to fan service, it they, they it was they, the they ultimate. But, I like, but you think so? I see. Yeah. I, I think I think they just tried too hard to wrap everything up in a nice bow, and right? Put, and and they failed miserably. I don't think they. I, I think if they actually took the fans into consideration, and I mean fans who yeah. know the story, know <laughs> the art, yeah. know the, well, like they I mean, by fan service, job. I mean loudest fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the, not the necessarily loudest, the smartest. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the yeah. The loud ones that were very angry, that are still very angry about the Last Jedi to this uh-huh. day. Like they, they went back and, and like the big thing from the Last Jedi was the parent was raised parentage was like the the point of the movie. But was the point of the movie is that anybody can be right. a Jedi with exactly. that with the final shot of the kid with the broom yes. at the end. Like yeah, yeah. It, like it's a but that's statement. that's what it means to be about. Like right, and, and you have to the redefine res- that exactly. Right, and they should have come back to that in this movie. Yeah. Like, at some point, yeah. yeah. Like they should have, there should have been a rise of Jedi. Sure. In, in this one, it would have mm-hmm. made more sense than what they did. It should have been like that seemed to indicate that like the final film would end on some sort of groundswell of support, which they kind of do. But like at the same time, the Resistance has done nothing but like bring death to like planets and, yes. and systems. So why would anybody support them if mm-hmm. like for outside of the one good like end? Which I mean is like a stupid like dumb nerdy plot hole. Not plot hole, but just like, eh, there was, you spent a lot of time, like, with Palpatine bringing him around to, like... Waste of time, yeah. Waste. Yeah. So, so you want to sum up my feelings? It, mm-hmm. it, it can be summed up in the last 30 seconds of the movie. Oh with the last line, 
Oh. And I don't want to give it away. Oh. But I'm like, please don't say it. Was, please oh. don't say it. Please no, don't really say, say anything else. I think I know what. What is it? I, what do you think it is? My name is Ray Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you know, okay. yeah so, I've seen it in the butt. Well, they, yeah. She says, she, the, the woman asks, who are you? She says, my name is Ray. Ray what? And she sits there and thinks for a while and looks off in the distance and sees Luke and Leia standing there. Not her parents. Nope. Standing there, and then she decides to add Skywalker as her. And I'm like, come on, this is... I wanted to throw something at the screen. I yeah. was so mad in that moment. My blood was... Uh, it was like the longest few seconds of her not answering. Yeah. Like, please don't just say, say it. Just say, just please say, say just Ray. That's all I wanted, but it, yeah. she couldn't do a stance. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Romano. Speaking of which, that looks amazing. The new book, Ghostbusters movie. That's great. Glad you think that. You don't think so? <laughs> I think it, I, I'm so mad at that. Like, really? I really like. Honestly, like, you want to talk about fan service? I think that, Ooh. like, oh yeah, that's right. It's such a like, oh, God, like maybe, okay. I, I don't want to judge because we don't know anything yet. Because yeah. maybe, maybe they did it right. I don't know. But based on that trailer, it does. But they were all in it, first of all. Yeah. Which, which I'm thrilled about. Yeah. And they're not hiding that. And I liked where they took the story. I like I like that they said, "All right, we're going to jump this into the future. We're not going to make them the Ghostbusters." I, uh-huh. I don't know anyway. I mean, like, no, it might be fine. Like that's the thing. And Paul right, Rudd, and Paul Rudd is a good actor for that. Paul Rudd is one of my favorite human yeah, beings. He's, he's great. Really good. He's great. He's everybody's favorite. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, the, my feeling is Ghostbusters is not Stranger Things. Like, I'm okay, hoping yeah. it's not. Yeah, like, but I think. Yeah, I'm, I think, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, yeah, but I think I think they're smart. Like, you talk about playing to the fans. Okay, yeah. so. Who loves Ghostbusters? Fans of the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, so I think they're, I think they're, and who loves Stranger Things? Fans of the eighties. Yeah, I think they're trying to like kind of couple those worlds, and I, I see. It. I mean, it's probably too premature to even talk about it, but I, just, I, I'm really yeah. excited about it. Fair I feel enough. like, yeah, I'll, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go see it. I With feel me? like I'm worried because, <laughs> well, and, and Jason Reitman is a different director from his father. Yep, because okay. like, like, like Ivan Reitman did a lot of like. These ensemble comedies who that like where it's a lot of it is improvised and like it's it's it, but like big big concept but like very light tone comedies. Whereas the son does these kind of personal dramas like like, like Juno and like Up in the Air like uh, like they're, they're you know they're, they're, it's a different style. So I don't I don't know how that's gonna reconcile. Yeah. Um, I feel like, and I was just thinking about this though, like because I was trying to think of what my favorite movie of the tens was, and I think like a much better, a much better remake of Ghostbusters is This Is the End. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like I think of like if any movie has captured like what the original Ghostbusters was, that's it. Yeah. Because it's like big, high concept, like expensive special effects like very like like big production but also like just an ensemble cast to like kind of improvise and like work well together yeah play off each other yeah yeah yeah. it's very light like yeah you're gonna you're well i don't know you you may hate my favorite movie of the tens yeah i don't know uh, the fact that you can think of a favorite movie of the ten I, only because I don't know why, but I when I saw it, I saw it in the theater and I was mesmerized. And I've watched it a couple times since, and I'm still mesmerized. Uh-huh. Um, the Greatest Showman. I just I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. Okay, good. I don't well, know. Like, so I don't once know. you do, you'll rip me apart because I know you. But uh, <laughs> but I so for whatever reason that movie just strikes a chord with me. Oh yeah. I, I, oh yeah. I just yeah, yeah. like I, I think it's such a great great. Great film. I'm going to see Hugh Jackman in The Music Man Ooh. in December. Wow. <laughs> That's a, Wait, a year from now? Yep. All right. Wow. Yep. They were already, like, tickets already went on. So. <laughs> 
right. That was a long, that was a long time away, dude. In yeah. 365 days, we will revisit this subject. Exactly. <laughs> See what you we'll get your opinion in 365 days. Yeah. Next year's the first episode of 2021 will be. Actually, isn't this a leap year? It's got to be 366. Oh, it is. A, yeah. Oh, it is a leap year. It's a leap year. Nice. Day William leap. Day William coming from the sea. Will he bring his bucket of sweets for mom and pop and me? <laughs> I can't tell if this is a made up song or not. It's a 30 Rock. It's uh, oh okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm somewhat recognizing this. Hmm. Lobo is with the Leap Dave Williams, the, <laughs> the Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, <laughs> trying my best to scroll through 2010 films, and I'm just like, wow, man, I don't know. There's a lot of good. You movies. can't, you know, like, you can't look, just look through them and then decide. Oh yeah, that. No, one's my I favorite. know, but I, I like just like t- like off the dome. I can't even, couldn't even fathom which one would be it. There's too many. Mm. There's there's too many. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh... Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> I, I, I love Grand Budapest Hotel. I think that's <laughs> that, 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 that is one, but certainly not your favorite. Okay. No, that is one of my not, favorites. No, I'm uh, speaking like, for you. Thank you. It's no, it's certainly no Silver Linings Playbook. Hey, that's a good movie. That's a good ass movie. I love that movie. No one would lie. I went to that like diner too. That place is great. I liked good. You went to the diner. Oh, it's good. Yes. And did you say crazy like Jennifer Lawrence? I did not. I did not. That's that's for her. Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence, who got married right here here in Newport, Rhode Island. Right here at the Firehouse. (laughs) Right here at the Firehouse. No, my wife and I drove by the wedding that night. Did you? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. We were were all dressed up for another event, and I was like, let's see if we can go crash it. I know. We had the same idea as like 200 other people. I'm sure. Uh, So we never got out of the car. We just drove around a couple times. But yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy. (laughs) Was that the drone? Just go. No. I actually walked right up to the gate. I was like, let's go take our picture in front of the gate. And the the security guard, no one was at the front gate. Everybody was trying to get in from like seeking from the sides of it. The security (laughs) guard was actually very nice. Oh, shit. And I was like, 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 hey, man. I was like, we're just going to take a picture. We're not trying anything. He's like, yeah, no, no problem. I was like, unless you want to let us in. He's like, can't do it, Sarah. I'm like, I, I figured as much. Thanks, yep. thanks for being honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But it was... Yeah. Oh, man. What have you come what? up with? I I really, really... I don't know. I'm, I'm just talking to buy you time right now. What yeah. What's that? Oh, talking. I know you're buying me time. I appreciate it, but I... <laughs> like, my art house favorite is uh, a movie of the tens is The Florida Project. Okay. Uh, Let's see it. Like, with Willem Dafoe. It's really, it's really funny. Like it's a, like it's set in, uh, it's set in Orlando, like on the outskirts of Disney World. Mm-hmm. So it's all like the really indigent people who live in like motels down there. And it, like it, it, but but it's like it follows a group of kids who are kind of like the little rascals mm-hmm. who just go pull pranks around town. And you had me at William but, Defoe. So. And William Defoe is great in it. And he like he was, I think he was nominated for it. And he should have won. Like he plays like a landlord who is like really kind and <laughs> it's, it's a willing to friend role <laughs> I can't, I, can't uh, I can't say I got to see too many art house films yeah. uh, in the last 10 years I mean does room count room with Brie Larson yeah, yeah. not the room, room. not the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, room yeah room with Brie Larson I, I mean that that movie stood out as soon as you said that that stood out to me mm-hmm. um, you know we, we went and saw that in the theater I, I, that one to me was you know Pretty pretty impressive, yeah. Um, you know, compared to Castaway, where a single actor is forced to keep your attention for yeah, the right. majority of the film with very little right yeah. going on around them, and she did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only time it'll be compared to Castaway. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, he had Wilson. She had the kid. She had the kid. <laughs> that would be great if they named the kid Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> I've looked at a few uh, movies. I've looked, um, I have I have one in mind, and I, I 
Just throw it out there. I think my favorite movie of the tens, both because of it being the film itself and also my experience at the theater, is probably Get Out. Get Out. That's, that's I up really, there. it's up. There. I really uh, liked Get Out. It's up there. It's it. I yeah. I'm going to offend audience. I, I didn't like it. That's fine. Mm, I didn't like that's it. Fine. I think part of the problem was I saw it after the hype. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just sitting there the whole time going, oh, this is going to be amazing. Something incredible is going to happen. <laughs> right. And the whole movie, I'm like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. There was, and, and also, it's on me because most of the 10s, I wasn't seeing a lot of movies as much as I was before then. I think 2009, I saw a shit ton of films. But yeah. the the 10s, like, I just, it was usually, I was just punctuated by all the Marvel films, but. Lindsay and I met in 2009, so I haven't seen a lot of movies since then. Ew. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, you, now you can't just go for, for yourself. You gotta, yeah, you gotta uh, take someone else's opinion into consideration. I also didn't realize these. I streamed them a lot more and watched a lot, of, a lot more at home. Huh. I didn't go to a lot of movies. I got caught up a lot when we flew to Bali and when we flew to Iceland oh, because yeah. you know you're on a plane and, 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 and right, there's yeah. all these movies that oh I didn't get to watch that one. Let me watch, I'm sit here and watch it by myself. Yeah. Must be nice with all those flights. All those flights. Thailand. <laughs> that was a good Bali. Bali. Thailand. Bali. I was in Bali. Thailand. We were in Bali. Not at all. Bali. Uh, I, I social network was 2010. Was it really? Social Network yeah. 2010. That's Social Network. Right. That feels that I'd, movie feels ancient. Yeah, I'd have to, I think I'd have to watch it again to even weigh in on yeah. it. I vaguely remember. Yeah, I, I Timberlake. That's all I remember. Did you just call it Social Network? What's that? Did you just call it Social Network? Uh, <laughs> the re-release. <laughs> um, that would be a clever little. Market. They should be Social Network too, because I bet you that movie is like. A societal horror film. What is that? Instagram. Yeah. Well, Social Network. Too. <laughs> social. <laughs> social Network. Yeah, yeah, right. Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a TikTok. TikTok. Yo. TikTok. Just do it on another. <laughs> Just do it on different, like different platforms. No, I was gonna say if they do a Social Network too, it'll be about like Cambridge Analytica. Like basically, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it ends up being like a dr- like a political drama. Yeah. <laughs> like an intrigue film. Yeah. Um. Nah. Uh. All right. Uh. What about uh. What about like musicians of the decade? Like, hmm. who, like if you you had the name like the musician who like or the artist who defined the tens, like what? who defined it? Defined yeah, it? not necessarily uh, your favorite. Although we'll talk about favorites. It's, it's kind of wild. It's kind of hard to say though because I feel like over time, as people start picking at the decade and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and pulling out songs they like, yeah. the, your your perception of the decade it shifts. It yeah. shifts, you know. And, I, and I'll be honest, I'm I'm not a good uh, music listener these Same. days. I yeah. don't I don't listen to a lot of newer stuff. Matter of fact, stuff will come on. I'm like I've never heard this. Like singers who come on Saturday Night Live. I'm yeah. like I have oh, no yeah, idea who that I, is. I definitely go through. <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> knows a lot more of it than I do. I was, um, yeah. So I, I mean, the people. I mean, one person that stands out when you say that, and I hate him, but I don't. Is Post Malone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why, but maybe it's just because because of his recent popularity. That's why. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. to find the 2010s as him, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, he's I definitely wish... not my favorite. I have you know, yeah. some yeah. people in mind for that. <laughs> you have people in mind for, for favorites. We'll see if we get to that part. But yeah, yeah. what do you what do you guys think? Hard hard to say, but I feel like Taylor Swift kind of did a lot this decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but was that 2000? Was that the tens? I feel like yeah, that no, was... like most of her, like yeah, like most of. Most of her career as a pop singer was in the tens. Was it? Yeah. Like well, see, now, like, now I'm a country music lover, oh, oh, yeah. so I've known her, known yeah. of her before. Oh, oh yeah. Like, um, I, but like, uh, what's the the you know her first big hits were in the zeros, like with the, the yeah. love story and all that. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it, I mean, it's hard. See, it's easy to look past someone like that to say, ah, she doesn't count. Mm-hmm. But then at the same I mean, time, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, how do you not, you know, how do you not use her mm-hmm. as a, you know, a, 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 I mean. Yeah, speak this now generation. Was, speak now is twenty ten. 
Yeah. So, and everything else just came right after that. So, yeah. I mean, she crushed it. And it's, yeah. and it's inter- actually, it's kind of interesting to follow <laughs> the trend of music through what she does in response to it. Yeah. Where she, see, like, she made her move into pop, like, straight up pop, put out Red mm-hmm. in 1984. 1984, she was just trying to do like hip hop kind of. Yeah. She tried to like put she on did an the right edge. Said Fred song. Yeah. Almost like a hip hop punk. Like, yeah, she, she, yeah. She like adopted an edge that just didn't seem to fit, but it was kind of what was floating around her at the time. Yeah. And it, it, ju- it definitely just seemed kind of not all there. And, you know. Mm, yeah. But I don't know. She, she put a lot of good stuff out. 1984 is a great album. I feel like, and I own this record. I keep that's on, on, that's on she did about Ghostbusters. And I don't know why I keep saying. <laughs> Where were you born? Eighty-seven. All right, I know. I don't say maybe that's why, but that's nope, not even. <laughs> You're only eighty-seven. Oh, you're so young. That's right. I know. Fresh face, baby. Such a baby face. Hey man, baby face. I know. All right, look, uh, we um, got Jim. Jim is. I don't know Jim, musically, yeah, and, I yeah. some, and I can't stress enough that that this person's not my favorite. But I think Kanye West kind of is the one who's been Boo. talking about most, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the, throughout the decade. Yeah, you're kind of you're right um, about that. I hope you listen to this, Chase. Boo. Yeah, I, I haven't liked anything he's done lately. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I, I just can't. I mean, you're probably right. But I, I think just can't. I, I think Jesus was great, mm-hmm. and that's the last thing that I've liked of his. <laughs> but didn't his like most recent thing bomb? The uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is King. King. Is that what it, I don't know? Yeah, Jesus is King was a rough record. Yeah. I listened to it. There are some tracks on there that I kind of like. Like I had to do, I had to do fucking mental gymnastics to like feel okay about that record because like I was like, okay, this is all right, this is a guy who is uh, portraying mentally ill, a, sure, <laughs> portraying a character, or he's trying to do like, oh, this is like, he's trying to do a gospel album, but just. Completely without any uh, talent. Talent. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to do a gospel album, but like be all like crazy about it. And and then I was like, okay, let me not. I'm gonna not listen to the words because he's not actually doing this authentically. He's like just doing this from like a strange, like challenged place. Mm. So so, but like the beats, like slow, like he's still a great producer. Like the beats still like are yeah. great. Yo, he's very like, on good. God is a great fucking sounding song. Yeah. But like the things he's saying are just like yeah. I I don't fuck with like super religious music. But like I don't hate it either. Yeah. But when he says it, it's it's very inauthentic. I don't know. We had a conversation last year, like with with Clayon about like how mad he was about Snoop Dogg's Bible album. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like yeah, that sounds about right. Like he said, yeah. So Snoop Dogg's releasing a, releasing a religious album, mm-hmm. and like Jared and I, are like, oh, cool. And he's like, oh, really? You guys think that? <laughs> hey, man. I, look, when it comes to artists, they can do whatever they want. They can, you yeah. know, explore new genres, <laughs> new, you know, topics, whatever it is. Yeah. But like you're saying, it's got to me. It's got to come across authentic. Yeah. I've got to believe it. Like right. if that, you're gonna go down that road. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta. Take me there with you. Don't send me down that road while you stay here. Yeah, like, that, like that's the thing. And, I, and I, that, with, with Kanye, 
I don't buy any of it. Yeah, I don't buy any of it. I yeah. just, I just think he's full of shit. Yeah, you know. It, yeah, he. Yeah, it's all just. To, it's. I mean, he's very good at making sounds and noises that yep. people love. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but so am I. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well done, <laughs> well, people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was twenty ten. All right. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Weird. Yeah. Considered by most to be the high point. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, that is that is like that's a fucking classic. Yeah, absolute classic. What about favorites? <laughs> things we actually enjoyed. Yeah, in the things 2010s? we actually enjoyed in the twenty tenth. Mine's Ooh. Bruno Mars. Love him. I yeah, love Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Is great. Yeah, I just it's just fun to watch. Now you talk about authenticity. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the music he does, he feels it. His guys that are up there with him feel it. Everybody mm-hmm. on that stage mm-hmm. is like buying into it. And I, I think that that's part of it for me. I just watch it, watch them perform, hear the music. I'm like, yep, yeah. He's he's a, I mean, he's amazing. Like he's wonderful. Like when he he, was, he did the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, right? Years ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was like probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just and, and oddly, like when songs come on now, I found that I'm like, oh, I like this song. Who sings it? And it, it often seems to be the Chainsmokers. You must love them. I like them too. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they bad? Are they I, not okay? I've never liked the Chainsmokers. No, <laughs> like, uh, I, <laughs> okay. I never knew I did, but no, but now you do. Yeah. Apparently, every now and then I'll hear a song like, "Oh, I like this." Who? Are they? No, Chainsmokers, man. <laughs> um, Smoking's a bad habit, kids. Don't do it. Yeah, especially not in chains. That's yeah, right. yeah, don't. The only things that should be in chains is uh, Alice. Alice. <laughs> 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 um, like I, don't, I think I might go Childish Gambino. Like I kind of like I I, as far as like uh, as far as like a pop artist goes who has like I've been most impressed with I think like Mm. I have really I I I think he went from doing kind of silly stuff to actually like really branching out I just watched his movie Guava Island and I really liked it Mm -hmm. the. Uh, the one he did with Rihanna, yeah, oh. which is really short and like and and fun, and it's it's basically a, an extended music video, but it's good. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, you love as you scroll through the music. <laughs> I just like to remind myself: uh, twenty, the tens were not a decade in which I listened to a lot of music, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty blasphemous because I used to be in bands and stuff, <laughs> and I used to listen to a lot of music, but I switched over podcasts, but. I've been I've listened to mostly podcasts. Oh, we'll talk yeah. about podcasts too. Eh. Uh, <laughs> eh. I feel like then we get super niche about the stuff we listen to. And, we get super niche. Super, yeah, and, and, I mean, so, in some the cases, God is dead podcast. In some cases, yes. Those are probably bad marketing for a podcast. Talk about other good podcasts. Yeah, there's only one podcast. Yeah, it's, like, it's, 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 it's this, this show. This yeah. Favorite podcast of the tens? No. Bits per second. Bits per Your second. Podcast, Bits per second. You're right. I mean, you're you're right. podcast. Only I love you. No. So favorite. Musics of the tens. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite band is Fall Out Boy, mm-hmm. and in two thousand like ten, they went on hiatus and disappeared yeah. for a couple of years, and then they came back uh, with uh, Save Rock and Roll, and it was uh, it was a very much arena rocky, poppier sounding album than yeah. everything that came before it. it. Yeah, it, it felt like their yeah their stuff after after the after turn Foli- of the decade after Folia like, do it was yeah. They it was a complete like shift like mm-hmm. it was like big and it was electronic and produced and I mean Foley's pretty produced record but it's still kind of raw in places yeah um, but that record uh, American Beauty American Psycho like those actually kind of grew on me and I kind of like, came to respect the the 
the, the, the shift they made hmm. into like a large like a larger mainstream like the ability to stay relevant like you start your band in like 2003 or whatever and to like grow and mature and like go through phases because clearly like the person I was when I listened to their first record is not the person I am now hmm. and they've kind of like grown along with it as they grew, you know, grew in size and fame and had access to more resources and, and more famous people and, and all that stuff. It was kind of... They could buy that sample from uh, Suzanne Vega. Yeah, they could. <laughs> yeah, they could. Uh, but they could not buy uh, 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 Dick Dale's Miserloo for... Oh, um, no? For um, Black Eyed Peas on that? <laughs> yeah, Black Eyed Peas. I think they might. I actually think they might... I don't know what the story is. They could. They absolutely could not get the fucking Pulp Fiction song for the Uma Thurman song, and that's uh, so they had to end up with. I think what was it the Munsters theme, <laughs> which is like, oh, is that what it is? Did, uh, Jack Marshall write that? I don't, I don't know who that is. Sorry, it's a really good. You're mobile. Oh no, that's an inside. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because it's but people who understand that will get it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that, I believe that sample is monsters. Is that the monsters? Is that the monsters? I haven't listened to the monsters theme in a long time. I used to listen to the monsters. Whoever edits these should put the monsters theme in at this point. And you listen to it now. Okay, that's one. That's exactly what it sounds oh, like. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. You so, can actually hear Lurch. In that. Oh wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait. Oh wait. Let's, let's record the alternate one. Oh, oh, that yeah. sounds nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. But like, yeah. They. I saw them live last year, and they like stayed like slam. It. It fucking still hits. Yeah. And nice. it's it, like it's just what it's just great. I'm just happy for them. For you know, it's great to see a band grow from small to big and do all those things. And the last album I did not like. But no. I'm hoping he turns around. If not, hey, that happens. That's yeah. happened. Life yeah. changes, you know. But um, and that's an interesting thing because a lot of people talk about how rock is dead. Like it doesn't. Yeah, really... Marilyn Manson certainly talks about that. Sure. <laughs> we're like it's like we're hey we're all rock bands, man. It's just like I don't know, dude. Music has become so niche. <laughs> it's been niche. It's been really niche. Niche. The, in- the rock internet. Is dead. Rock is dead. Rock is dead. <laughs> Free rock is dead. Hip hop is dead. Pop is dead. Country's dead. Whoa. I'm sorry. Country's still alive. Country, country, country is the dead. only genre that like, is still country, thriving. Country music is dead. Country music. It's, it's, everything changes. And, uh, and it's crazy. because now I like more country music now than I ever had, though. Of course you do, because now <laughs> it's not country music anymore. It's pop music. No, I, go, I, hate, no I hate pop country music. Like, uh, I, do. I don't know, man. The best country song came out last year in Old Town Road. So. I know. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, there you go. It's <laughs> like the best song. That's how much people love country. Well, see? Boom. <laughs> Boom. Love it. Uh, so. Also not country. Props to Billy Ray for like jumping aboard that wagon, though. Like. <laughs> I, so we went to Celtica last week for karaoke. Uh-huh. We did. And uh, they changed a lot. And in order to get to Old Town Road, you have to look up Billy Ray. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Like, you like you cannot look up Lil Nas X because he's not in, like, the big karaoke book. You, have uh-huh. to find, you find Billy Ray. And I'm like, that that's just rude. That's not right. That's not cool at all. No. I do not approve. But you didn't do that song. No, I did not. Okay. I was just saying. No. I did not. I was like, I was there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> did you do that? And I missed it. No, that was on Friday. Oh, okay. I went, we went back on Saturday and no, just spent the whole time being angry. There were no dashboard confessional songs. They don't. Have... Yeah, 
I suppose I tried to. I did all the songs you want to have from like the, the all, the, all the songs you want to have is one of their songs. I <laughs> Sorry, missing your bed. <laughs> I never sleep. You can only do fourteen seconds of it, or else it's a copyright. <laughs> or else it's yep. <laughs> and then we have to shut down. Vindicated. Damn. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's where I fall with that one. Mm. I fall out, boy. You fall out, boy. <laughs> I stand, fall out, boy. Thanks. That brings us to uh, the our final segment on the show, final which is segment. called "Quit Your Bitsin," where Quit we uh, Quit it. we uh, go around and we ask uh, every uh, every person on this podcast what like what's just stuck in their craw like mm-hmm. what's been on their mind lately it could be something positive it could be something negative like what just what have you been thinking about so frank what's what are you bitsing about today oh man um i guess for me uh given given the time of year and, and transition of season transition of calendar uh transition of all of these things I, i'm just kind of at a point in my life and i i, I found lately that i'm um getting more and more grumpy hmm. with just people who don't let the world be. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it politely, so I'm just just I get the whole like so we were talking I said you know I, I said part of the the tens to me that that is was overshadowed in that conversation was that all of these big political movements and all of these you know all this stuff going on. I get all, I get that side of everything, yeah. but I also feel like we've gone so far and now it's like, just leave people alone. Stop picking on people. Well, like, let people stop. enjoy things. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, I, and I don't mean stop picking on people like, stop bullying. Like, no, stop More picking bullying. on the bullies. Like, oh. not picking on the bullies, but like, like not everything is bullying. Okay. Sometimes kids are being kids. Stop telling people that this their music is bad or this movie. What, like, let people yeah. enjoy what they like. Like I get it. If if it hurts somebody, that's where we should take notice. Well, yeah. yeah. If it hurts that's somebody, we should take notice. But beyond that, like just let people be. I'm so tired of like yeah, this like super sensitive like, like everybody's got to have an culture. opinion on everything as well. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. it's like you have to have a hardcore opinion on like every single thing or else it's not mm. like it. Let people make mistakes. Stop going back through people's old Twitter accounts and finding stuff just to find like come yeah, on yeah. leave people I think it's just for me I just I'm just at a point where I, like, I'm turning to like grumpy, grumpy old man 2000s friend. leave everybody like, alone 2020 leave everybody alone leave everybody alone I mean, there's a difference between if you're like Louis C.K. and like you're sexually harassing women and like costing them jobs yeah, yeah absolutely like, that that, and, yeah, and, that should be brought to the forefront that but, should be but if you're like James Gunn and like you used you, you like if, you, if you're a director like James Gunn and you used to like you used to be a trauma filmmaker and like make like these like kind of sick, uh, gory horror movies, mm. and then on a dime you turn and start making family films. Everything you did before that, like, is like you know, is still out there, but that shouldn't be like an outrage, like to go mm. back and discover, like. You know. And I think that's what it is: is is this idea of people going back to find stuff on people, mm-hmm. and I, you know, so we're the again kind of talking the things I've, I've watched recently. We just finished watching that Kevin Hart documentary uh-huh. and mm-hmm. watching that and like just kind of the way people went after him for like his homophobic stuff and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And then the way he responded was not right and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's like if, if people just left each other alone, yeah, right, yeah. that would like I wouldn't even have to sit through that in that documentary because 
it wouldn't have mattered. Like it would, it just would have been left. And I get it. Like okay, like yeah, the guy said stupid things. He was insensitive. Like yeah, you suck. Like all right, fine. And yeah, Kevin Hart, you should have said, hey, I'm sorry. I let yeah. me still host the Oscars. Like I, I shouldn't have said those things. Like I, I've changed. Don't let your ego get in the way and stand there and go. Well, I've already apologized fast. I'm not, I'm not gonna apologize again. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Those people maybe maybe didn't hear that apology, so you should apologize. Like, there's two sides of it, but just who gives a shit? Yeah, like, right. let it go. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's not hurting anybody today, right now, this moment. Like, let it go. Right. I just, that's it. So I'm sorry, oh, yeah. I'm bitching quite a bit about it. Yeah, no, that's I think there's, a, I think there's that's just right. a nugget of just like for any situation, like as long as you're not hurting anybody, just be, right. just be cool because it also because it applies to like. If you're bullying someone, just fucking stop. Yeah, no, like, that's not cool. And that's the thing, I don't mean yeah. to. I don't mean to say. I, I don't mean to be insensitive about it. No. One bit. I, I think if, if what your if your behavior, if whatever you're doing impacts another human being yeah. to the point where their life is miserable, they're upset, they're hurt, whatever. You right. are a shithead. You're a terrible human being. Come talk to me. I'll have a nice conversation with you about it. Yeah. Uh, but I I feel I feel like we also need to look at the other side of the coin. And there are some people who just get upset about everything, <laughs> every little thing, and it's like. Come on, like. Well, you have to ask: so, Are you looking to be upset? Like yeah, some yeah, people, exactly. like, some people exactly. are look like make they make careers out of looking for things to be upset. Yep, about. Yeah. Like, yep. and and it's a fine line. I'll grant you. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like the the uh, are you combing through somebody's old Twitter jokes from a different time when the certain things were more like were, were more those, acceptable yeah. than they are now? Like like you know like when context, Tre- when Trevor Noah context. took over the Daily Show, people went back in time and found like some fat phobic jokes he did. Mm. But that was like when he was like a starting comedian. Like what, comedians what? comedians almost need to be left out <laughs> of this because every comedian at any point in their career, <clears throat> speaking as someone who's done comedy for a long time now, yeah. Has said something on a stage or has some, done something that they Certainly. thought would be funny. Yep, that did not play. Right, like sorry, like you you screwed up. Don't, first of all, you made a mistake for putting it in writing, but whatever. Like that, like comedians should just be left alone on that. The mm. people who shouldn't be left alone on that are politicians. Yeah. They should be held to every word they've said right. because that's yeah. their idea, the ideology. They make affect people exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 that's where they, who they are at their core, yeah. and they'll change who they who the public wants them to be to be. Elected or whatever it may be, so yeah, uh, I, I think you're right. There, there, there is a fine line, and I think we just need to do a better job yeah. of identifying that line. But right. anyway, yeah. that's a <laughs> very heavy <laughs> line, I guess. It'd be that way sometimes. It do, it do. Lebo, what are you bitching about? Beat <laughs> uh, that. I'm kind, I'm already I'm already kind of over Baby Yoda. Oh, um, wow, okay. This is totally yeah. the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Okay. I just kind of, yeah. I think we had a good run with it. I thought it was, it's, I mean, Baby Yoda's still extremely cute. And well, what's great about it is that it wasn't even a Baby Yoda. It wasn't it's not Baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It's just, yeah. it's, I mean, it's what we call it. We call yeah, it Baby Yoda. It's not, it's supposed to be the child, but it's, it's Baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I, it's very, it, to me, it's such a very clear, like, obvious, like, marketing thing. Like, they, this was completely, like, a baby Groot. Like it's the same vein. Like you can see where it's like, all right, so we need a uh, super cute, uh, merchandisable uh, character in this thing, and it's like, there it is. You could, you could, and it's like almost. It's, there's nothing like fundamentally wrong with it, but it's like I can. You can see the marketing hands on it a little too much in the way that like yeah. they're constantly cutting over to Baby Yoda and like. Now focusing like <laughs> like I think that I think that that was a miss. I, I don't think they intended Baby Yoda to be what it is. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, think, I, like I, I think they were like, "Oh, this is cute," but I think it blew up way more. You than You think they, so? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have that 
also could explain why this Christmas you could not buy any Baby Yoda things because no. it feels like so much. Well, they didn't. They, 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 they didn't they get ahead of the market. Yeah, because they, they didn't, didn't see it coming. Well, yeah. They well, they also like did, you couldn't get any uh, Mandalorian thing because they did not release that info to like marketing or merchandising. So like they could not like then send it to because there's no spoilers, so they couldn't send it off to like yeah, yeah. Hasbro to make up like dolls and toys and stuff. Uh, so. They just—I feel like there's like millions they left on the table that like they could have had, but now they're going to try to be you know getting up discreet but, about it. But yeah, they're going to make a ton of money either. Oh yeah, like it's, not, like, <laughs> it's not like it matters. Jim, what are you bitsing about? Uh, I'm bitsing about like uh, that. Okay, this is uh, uh, it's kind of related to Frank's bitsing. Um, that uh, okay, so I I want to make it. <laughs> I just want to make a make a blanket announcement for for 2020. Here we go. Uh, oh, uh, if oh, you see, careful, careful. Oh, if you see uh, a video on Twitter of of like a politician or candidate saying something, yeah. and it's fifteen seconds long, look at what's going around. Look yeah. at what's going on in the 15, in, around that fifteen seconds before you make a judgment. Yes. Like that is all. That is all I'll say because yeah. like there's so much like. The, the, I don't know, like not notwithstanding that there's going to be a ton of disinformation coming out this year, like, but it's so easy to fool people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> gain context, gain, mm-hmm. gain context. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like, there was a clip going around that was shared by the shadiest of accounts on Twitter, and it was just of jo- it was of Joe Biden saying like, so so like, oh, we don't get our we don't get our culture from Africa, we get it from Europe, like, and. It's like, and Joe Biden has been known to say some pretty stupid things, but nothing that bad. Like, and and so like, but but I saw like actual journalists like floating it around, but like, and not even like saying things like, "Is this real? Somebody check on this." Like, do you you check it yourself? Yeah. Like, look at the you're account. a journalist. Yeah, <laughs> the account is by some idiot. It's not like you. There's video out there that surrounds it. Find it. So so give us context. What was the it was he was talking about white nationalism and like the idea of like it, it was actually I think it was in a in a statement about misogyny too that there was all this stuff that is like ingrained in like Europe in like old like English common law that like had like that 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 contributes to like a white nationalist view. But either way, he was speaking in the voice of a like a white nationalist person, not talking, not not like putting forth that idea himself. <laughs> um, not that you know, not that there is, you know, not, not, not that Joe Biden is the most flawless speaker in the world, but like, I, I feel like this. We got a lot of we got a lot of shitty information like that that that, that will is coming from shady sources this year. So like, let's let's get off on the right foot. <laughs> this is let's try to I'm be more proactive about yeah about just down checking up on stuff. Double check yeah. before you report that. Just Google it. Unfortunately, we're in that that time period where yeah. the first half of the story is all that matters. Yeah. So people are. Mm-hmm. So quick to put stuff out there yeah. to be the first without yeah. fact checking, without you know, yeah. providing context and like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think when a news story breaks, both sides need to at least have some sort of expectation of like, look, we're still getting info. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right now, we're yeah. hearing. Here's this. what we heard. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna give you more. But yeah, I feel like it, I, that's that's the thing you always hear is like, okay, so our so, all right, breaking news. Uh, our sources are reporting X Y Z. Mm-hmm. What we're hearing at this time is ABC, yeah, yeah, and right. what ends up happening is you then everyone take everyone takes that runs with it, and it's like oh that's that's the story, mm-hmm. or and like then people have takes and they start compounding opinions and feelings and, and everything based off the initial sources, mm-hmm. and then later on 
the full story comes out and nobody's reading it because like maybe like there's new information that's clarified sorry X was incorrect it's actually this or perhaps we've learned more and it's truly worse or it's different and or it's like or it was our sort or information was was wrong right and people are very quick to then like oh hmm, see there you go that's why I don't that's why you never watch the news because they're always lying or (laughs) it doesn't matter because they're not reading or listening to it so I feel like Again, a thing that we lost in the tens was like just basic comprehension of like media media literacy. Liter- yeah, <laughs> yeah, our media literacy, like as a, as a culture, took a, took like a dive and and, and and like at large culture at large because otherwise we'd all we fake news would be like a joke mm-hmm. where it's like oh right, I, right. I understand how news works but right. that's the the sort of other thing about the tens is that there's no media literacy. People don't know how to check sources. People uh, don't know how to read follow up. Understand context, everything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the context of this podcast is we're about to go do a bit player show. Yeah, you are. Uh, uh, so uh, bit before, we, before we go, I just want to let's give a shout out uh, that we have a sketch show. Yes, we do coming up. The first ever sketch show to be put on at a firehouse theater stage. Of the 20s. <laughs> yes, of the 20s. Uh, let's, let's clarify that. Let's give it context. Context, baby. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, on Thursday, January 16th at 8 o'clock at the Firehouse Theater, uh, we are putting on a sketch show entitled Are We Happy Yet? Uh, it is directed by our very own James Tabor. James. Uh, and he has uh, written sketches along with uh, Devin. Uh, Sam has written sketches. Andy wrote a sketch. Carl has written a sketch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've all contributed uh, sketches. I believe we have nine in total, so... Uh, we are working through rehearsals and, and you know memorizing lines and doing all this stuff, um, and we actually have a couple outside uh, actors coming in to uh, help us out with it. So it's going to be a pretty fun uh, you know uh, fun night of, of sketch comedy. They're they're hilarious sketches, Jim. I know you saw. Yeah, a couple. they're very. I said in on rehearsal. They're, they're actually fun. yeah, they're actually really funny, and it's kind of it's wonderful to kind and of sketch writing is hard. You know sketch I mean? writing is very hard, and, and you know the best improvisers aren't always the best sketch writers, and vice versa. So when best improvisers aren't always the best actors, but certainly uh, from being in on rehearsals and, and seeing what we're doing, everyone pulling their weight, giving giving a hundred percent, and it's. You know, if it's this it's isn't good. a this isn't a, isn't a sports press conference, so hey, uh, <laughs> you can say things with substance. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's, we did it all for the team. Yeah, uh, it's about team. Just doing it for the team. <laughs> doing it for the team. Team played well. Team, play. team, team. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I know. And I'm it's, I'm excited for it. I've never done sketch acting or anything like that, so it is gonna be a lot of fun. So. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah. I hope it leads to you know more uh, kind of. Uh, uh, Tangents for the bit players totally. to do more things like this. They to explore more other comedy, uh, more other, yeah. more others, more comedy options than uh, the, the or avenues than the improv as well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think that's something I hope we can do more of in twenties. Is just stretch the brand, you know, mm. gotta get it out there. I mean, yeah, get make use of all of us. Yeah, do well, do good shit. Yeah, right. Do cool stuff. So the, the the title of it is Are We Happy Yet? On January 16th at 8 mm-hmm. p.m. at the Firehouse Theater, uh, uh, alongside our uh, regular shows. Uh, Friday and Saturday nights at 8 p.m. at the Firehouse Theater in Newport, Rhode Island. All shows are BYOB, <laughs> uh, which is a lot of fun for all of us. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, check us out uh, at bitplayers.net.
in order to perch your tickets. Are you perching ticks? You're perching ticks. This is why charity usually does this. We are always perching ticks. We're perching ticks. Follow us on Facebook. Perching ticks. The Bit Players. Follow us on Instagram at the at Bit Players. Follow us on Twitter at at Bit Players Lulz. Lulz. Yep. Make sure that it's Lulzy. And. Yeah. Uh, and uh, continue to subscribe, rate, and review bits per second. The yeah. Players Podcast. Five, uh, stars. Five, stars. Five stars. I'm Jim. I'm Lobo. I'm Frank. Good night. What if they listen to it during the day? That's it. Whatever. It's good night. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night later. And good luck. And good luck. <laughs> <laughs>